You are listening to the Refresher Ladies Podcast. I'm Angie Christensen, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's lesson. Join me and occasional guest speakers as we dive into God's Word to be challenged and refreshed. Hello, ladies. I'm so glad you've joined me today, whether by video or by audio. It is a blessing that you've chosen to maybe listen to something or someone from the Word of God that the Lord placed upon their heart uh, just to walk closer with the Lord. Today we've got a title that I'm going to share with you that, again, the Lord put on my heart that I've been working on is called Too Preoccupied. So even hearing that title like I did as the Lord placed it uh, in my mind and heart a while back, I thought, oh, that's one I don't want to study because I know I have an issue with it. <laughs> so let's go to the Lord before we get into it, that uh, he would open our hearts to this topic and um, as we study his word together. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time that we've chosen to maybe pause some things or maybe even while we're working, listen to uh, a blessing, a challenge from you, from your word. And Lord, as you place this on my heart, I ask that it would be um, edifying and encouraging, but yet uh, maybe some instruction for someone who has difficulty with this or doesn't even realize that that's where they're at. And Lord, I know that you've helped me with this just tremendously, and I ask that I could be a blessing to these ladies. Lord, I do pray for the, the burdens and the prayer requests and the heartaches that are on um, probably each one or many of those that are watching and listening. Lord, I lift them up to you, that you would help them to cast those cares upon you, that you would also help them to just quiet their, their thoughts, to listen to you, Lord, in a still, small voice, that um, they would be encouraged, even maybe in a time of difficulty. And I thank you, Lord, for your word and all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, ladies, again, I don't want to study this, but... I have found in the history of the last few, um, especially decade maybe of my life with teaching lessons, working with ladies, that the ones that he places on my heart, um, I realize those are the ones that I don't want to do it or it's not maybe encouraging right off the bat. Those are the ones that I needed the most. So in Luke chapter 19, verses 12 and 13, talking about Jesus talking, he said, He said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. He called for his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Now this is the one and only time in the whole entire Bible that the word occupy is used. This particular occupy in the New Testament Greek says it means to keep oneself busy. Um, But preoccupied that we would look up maybe in the Webster Dictionary says engrossed in thought, distracted. Oh, when when I read that, both of them, to keep oneself busy, you know, I'm pretty good at that. Um, To be engrossed in thought. Sometimes I I deal with that. everybody's different. I've got some, even within my kids, I look at the different personalities. Some of them, maybe that's more of a challenge than the other, where they just get so distracted with thought they can't do much. But on that second part of that, maybe not engrossed in thought, but distracted. I let things distract me pretty strongly. Listen to this, um, looking at a new year and how uh, different people around the world in the U.S., and I know especially women, really try to get their year started 
um, with planning. In uh, 2016, $342.7 million of planners were sold. You know, calendars and organizers and planners. That's a lot of money. You know, I just wonder how many of them were, you know, set aside or not used. There's other ones where it is meticulous that maybe you or I cannot go through our day if our planner is not around. Um, listen to this. Um, according to the study that was done, more than eight average hours are spent on technology per day. Eight hours, ladies. Also, more than four hours are spent on television per day. That's a lot of time that I could think of a lot, you know, more things to do than just watching television. Um, also for children and adults, I think this average is probably actually higher, but um, when this study was done, eight hours and 27 minutes on average are spent on video games per week. I would venture to say it's probably every few days, not just per week. And then on the flip side, someone had studied this. One hour or less average of your time in a week is spent reading the Bible in a week. One hour or less. And then this one, less than 30 minutes of time, including all types and forms of prayer are spent to God per day. That includes maybe a morning quick prayer, praying for meals, um, stopping to pray for something else or a night nighttime routine. Just actually not even 30, so less than 30 minutes a day. And we wonder why I'm busier than ever, but yet I'm not getting certain things done. We own more devices and more planners than ever, ever that are supposed to help us schedule our time, make things easier and maybe less work, but yet we're busier than ever and our sleep habits are the worst than ever. Um, I don't have it. I tried to locate it. I'll have to try to find it for another study. But I read something uh, years back of a study that was done in the turn of the century around the Industrial Revolution age where all these machines were coming out and they were um, you know, coming out with uh, typewriters and um, different things, machinery, even like for factories that were supposed to make our time um, less and less on the work and more and more with some free time. And they predicted, um, I think it was by the 19, um, late 50s or 60s, that people would only have to work maybe six hours a day for an average worker in a day. And this is coming from when people were working 14, 16, just unbelievable amounts of hours. Um, the early 1900s even had a lot of, you know, child labor factories and such. And then it said um, by the 1980s that we might be around four hours of work in your employment or career per day. Then it said past the year 2000, we may not even have to work at all. Now, let me ask you in 2022, is that the case in your life? <laughs> have those statistics matched up to your work cycle, um, the things that you do around the house, the, the inventions that have been made to help us? Uh, do you believe that that is true? I think we would all agree to know because some people work more than ever. Some people are working two and three jobs even. Um, Psalm 101 verse 3 says, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cling to me. You know, devices and programs and entertainment have become the new babysitter. 
the new child rearing technique. And it's sad because we're starting to see that um, the fruit of that non-labor, but I think we've even yet to see the destruction that it's going to cause. We have yet to see too the full impact of child on children of just busy, distracted parents. Uh, listen to this. After bringing their first baby home from the hospital, a wife suggested to her husband that he try his hand at changing the diapers. I'm busy, he said. I'll do the next one. The next time the baby's wet, she asked if he was ready to learn how to change diaper, diapers, and he gave her a very puzzled look. Then he finally said, I didn't mean the next diaper, I meant the next baby. And maybe some of you can relate to that pretty well of asking a spouse or someone to change a diaper uh, and being frustrated that they weren't on the same page as you. But being distracted and expecting more out of someone else um, there are expectations that often aren't met, but also not just disappointing to you about others, but how often am I a disappointment to others and to God? Um, don't let the skeptic in your life bring you down or be the person that determines your spirit. Decide that you're going to let God have the control of your spirit. I've got just a few little points here that um, we're going to look at. I'll, again, we're going to split this lesson into two. But number one, something missing in most Christians' life is a love for the Word of God. Something missing in most Christians' life is a love for the Word of God. You may say you love God, love Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the church, but do you love his word enough to actually prove it and to be in it, to be memorizing it, to be living it? Jeremiah twenty-two thirteen, the first half says, woe. You know, whenever the Bible says, woe, it's a warning from the Lord. It says, woe unto him that buildeth his house by, house by unrighteousness and his chambers by wrong. I think that um, I know myself, I am, I've been guilty of that that I've uh, let things into my mind, in my heart gate, that I shouldn't, and then I pass it on to others. Here's a poem that I found. It says, too busy to read the Bible, too busy to wait and pray, too busy to speak out kindly to someone who passes by the way, too busy working and worrying to think of the life to come, too busy building earthly mansions to plan for the heaven above. Too busy to help a brother who faces trials and suffering woes. Too busy to share his burden. No time. I'm busy, you know. Too busy for all that is holy on earth beneath the sky. Too busy to serve the master, but not too busy to die. Ladies, we never know, you know, when the life, uh, the end of life will be for us. So often it is sudden and unexpected for people. And are we too busy, sure, doing things that are good, but maybe not the things that God has put on our list and priorities? It says in 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Number two, your Bible should be precious to you. It should be so important. I've known of some people that literally sleep with their Bible. They want it to be the first thing they wake up and do and the last thing they do as they go to bed. Um, those that especially have maybe gone through just 
pretty traumatic trials and um, sufferings and tribulations. It's amazing. Those that choose to draw close to God instead of um, push away from him, those are the ones that the word of God becomes so precious. Uh, Helen Keller once wrote, I long to accomplish a great and noble task, but it is my chief duty to accomplish small tasks as if they were great and noble. Sometimes the things that the Lord brings across your path seem, you know, just trivial. You know, what's the point? What's the value? Oh, this doesn't matter. But that could be the one thing or the one person that God wanted you to give the attention to that it was something small but it meant so much to someone. It meant so much to God that you would obey, that we would set things aside, that maybe we would put off that to-do list to another day or another week. Um, sometimes the things that I think are so important, God wishes I didn't give any attention to. Number three, the word of God is one of the most misused things that the Christian has. There's so many promises that we can claim empowering the word of God and his truth, but yet I don't use them. I don't call upon him. I don't, um, you know, claim those promises as my own. And God says, there's so much at your fingertips. If you would just use it. Warren Wearsby once said the local church is espoused to Christ, but there is always the danger of that love growing cold. Like Martha, we can be so busy working for Christ that we have no time to love him. Christ is more concerned about what we do with him than for him. Labor is no substitute for love. That's a great quote, but more than a quote, that's something that we should take to heart and live by. I definitely uh, would not argue I am Martha. Between Mary and Martha, I tried to be Mary. And in my secret quiet time, I have, I am Mary. But so often I find myself day to day being Martha. I get a lot done. And I try my hardest to have the right attitude, but am I slowing down at times to give people time, to give them my heart, to give God my love? Number four, too many Christians desire Christian entertainment and not the word of God. Second Thessalonians 3.10 says, For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if ye would not work, neither should he eat. Um... You know, another verse is Proverbs 14, 1, every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. I strive to be that wise woman, but I know I haven't every day. And ladies, I think as a whole, we could, you know, team up together in prayer, but individually work at building our homes in Jesus Christ. Are we presenting to our children or our family at all? Maybe some time together with devotion, some scripture memory. Something that I'm not too busy and maybe pushing the snooze button or, um, you know, giving more attention to things that I prefer or I'm working on. You know, sometimes it is things like exercise early in the morning that I get it all done, but my kids didn't know that I loved them that day. Uh, there's things that we need to make sure our children realize that they're loved and they're just as important as any to-do list that we have. With that being said, we're going to pause and we'll have part two next week. I hope that you stay tuned and maybe look up some of those scriptures, uh, memorize some or get a little bit deeper in the words, even read the whole chapter of maybe a verse that I mentioned as we prepare for the second half next week. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining me today for our Refresher Ladies Podcast. I hope that you have been blessed and will go about your day with rejoicing. For more information or any questions, you can find our ministry online at cornerstonefallbrook.org.